Good Risings. I'm Jackie. And I'm Brian. And this is Grateful Grains. All right, week five of Grateful Grains. So last week, we took some time to be a little more personal about where we come from, our struggles, what's unfolded before we were here doing Grateful Grains. We talked about those big moments in our lives that either forced or influenced our decision to change. And a lot of those conversations in some way or another had a little bit to do with this week's topic which is stress. Well, this week is about beating stress. Yes, we are talking about five great ways to beat stress. But don't be stressed about beating stress. Right, that's no way to beat stress. Most ways of beating stress are fun. But quickly, the National Institute of Mental Health reports that 43% of adults suffer adverse health effects from stress. And 75% to 90% of all doctor visits are for stress-related ailments. Let's address what the sciences are saying about just how bad stress is for us. I don't like listing things because I know it can feel a little redundant, but I'm just gonna read some of this off as bullet points and just know that this stuff is very well researched. It's very well studied. This is not gray area science. So children exposed to chronic stress are more likely to develop mental illnesses. High levels of stress in pregnant women can change their children in the womb, specifically behaviorally. Stress can affect body weight, testosterone levels, and lower sexual desire. It can cause headaches. It can cause serious digestion issues. Stress hormones increase heart rate and constrict blood vessels, which increases blood pressure. As a side note, the American Institute of Stress reports that heart attacks causing sudden deaths increase after major stress-inducing events like hurricanes, earthquakes, and tsunamis. Right. It's often a contributing factor in diabetes, arthritis, asthma, depression, and anxiety. Stress devastates the immune system. It contributes significantly to premature aging, which is partially attributed to stress's effect on the chromosomes called telomeres. It prevents cellular regeneration, which leads to wrinkles, weak muscles, poor eyesight, and so on. And I think that's enough for now. Yeah, it's bad. I'd go so far as saying it's the worst. So let's flip the script. Let's talk about play. So Peter Gray, research professor of psychology at Boston College, said in one of his TED Talks that from a biological evolutionary perspective, play is nature's means of ensuring that young mammals, including young human beings, acquire the skills they need to develop successfully into adulthood. And more, research is revealing that play is just as necessary for adults. The National Institute for Play explains that play is uniquely rewarding. It generates optimism, seeks out novelty, makes perseverance fun, leads to mastery, and gives the immune system a bounce. It fosters empathy. And finally, as you age, play, especially the social and group kinds, facilitates happiness. It wards off depression, it improves cognitive health, and lowers your risk of developing age-related diseases like dementia. But what does play look like as an adult? Mark Secreta, Adventure Therapy Coordinator, which sounds like such a fun job, by the way, suggests that picking up a hobby and making time for it. Just pick what you enjoy and make time for it. It's that simple. Outdoor recreations of all kinds are fantastic, especially with a friend or in a group. Hiking, swimming, dodgeball, tennis. And by the way, most communities have adult recreational sports teams. Even if you're not particularly good at something, it's a great way to get out there, meet people, and most importantly, decompress. Maybe you like ribbon dancing. 
<laughs> or rollerblading. Those are options. Maybe you enjoy go-karts or fly fishing. Maybe you enjoy bocce ball. And if outside isn't an option, get friends together and play a card game or a board game. Might I suggest Settlers of Catan? You love Settlers of Catan. Everyone loves Settlers of Catan. <laughs> but I also love spin, I love swimming, and I love gymnastics. I used to go to an adult open gym uh, at a local gymnastics facility. What about you, Jacqueline? I mean, you know, I'm playing endlessly now. My kids are play, play, play all the time. So I'm playing with trucks and I'm playing with blocks, which I kind of love. But beyond that, I'm, I'm generally super active. And you know me, I, I love my dance classes. And you know, I go to the gym too. And then beyond play, there are adventures, which are basically vacations with play in mind. So music festivals. We love Coachella. We love Burning Man. Mm -hmm. But those things aren't always options for people. It requires taking time off work and it's the cost of a ticket. But camping is a very affordable way to go on adventures, get out in nature with friends, go on hikes, cook food over a campfire. What a dream, what a way to live. Exactly, what a way to de-stress. Okay, so closing today with a question about hobbies. Do you have a hobby? Did you used to have a hobby? Do you miss it? Could you pick it up again? And if not, what's something you think you'd enjoy that you could spend some time doing more often? As always, we love hearing from you. You can comment or message us through the Good Risings Instagram page at Good Risings. And you can find me at Jacqueline M. Wood underscore one. And you can find me at B. McMuffin. Thank you for listening to Grateful Grains. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to check out the other Good Risings offerings available in our feed. We will see you tomorrow for day two of our week on beating stress. Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.